0: Swamiji, how do you visualize people being able to become really centered in themselves? So much of what you've been talking about implies that centeredness, but how do people find it?
1: Well, you feel God with you, you feel his presence in you, and you realize it's here, it's not there, and this takes many years of effort, but in much as it's the only purpose of life, to find God uh, is worth that effort. So share everything that you do with God. Share every thought that you have with God. Don't, when you make a mistake, say, well, I hope you didn't see that one. <laughs> He'll have seen it. He made the mistake through you. And so be very frank and very truthful with him. And the more you are truthful with him, the more you find yourself truthful with yourself. And the more truthful you are, the more what is becomes what you accept.
0: We find ourselves with certain psychological tendencies, like a propensity towards anger or frustration. How do we overcome those things?
1: Anger and frustration come from wishing that things were other than they are. I think that you should have done so-and-so, and and then I get angry with you. the answer to that is not to have desires. Anger is simply frustrated desire. So how do you get rid of desires? Well, by realizing that everything you're ever looking for, you'll find in God. You won't find it outside yourself. So um, when people, I, I know I was in a courtroom, I was being sued. I just said, Divine Mother, if you want to destroy me, by me. I'll just do what you want." And I found that I could have inner peace, even though uh, people were doing their best to destroy me.
2: But Swamiji, you must have had to be creative in defending yourself also. I mean, you weren't passive in that response.
1: I was passive because I couldn't defend myself. I was not given that chance. Mm -hmm. So I had to accept it as just God's will. And I said, if you want to destroy me, then fine but I could not defend myself. But another thing is that I do not defend myself. I don't pray for myself. No, I pray for my to find God, but if I'm ill, I don't pray for God to help me. If people misunderstand me, I don't pray that they will understand me. And I find that this gives me peace because I can't determine how other people are going to behave. I can at least live in God.
2: But taking the example of illness, so you don't pray for yourself, but you might do things that would help to make you healthy again.
1: I will do the common sense things. I won't be desperate about it. But I have this example of the time that I suddenly had a kidney stone attack. It was Sunday morning and I had to give the service later on. It was about nine o'clock when my body just began to tremble like a leaf. It was an incredibly severe pain. People were trying to talk me to go to the hospital, but I couldn't stand the thought of going down those winding mountain roads to go to the hospital, and my whole body was just shaking. I refused to pray. Finally, however, about a quarter to eleven, the service was to begin at eleven, so I said to Divine Mother, if you want me to give this service, you're going to have to take this pain away. Uh, That's how I prayed. And suddenly, just that quickly, it went away, mm-hmm. and it was replaced by a joy that was so intense I found it difficult to speak anyway, mm-hmm. but that was an occasion where I found that um, there are times. I, I know that one time I felt that Divine Mother wanted me to go to India. I hadn't been there for 10 years, and I had, uh, <clears throat> I had the money to go But I drove my car into San Francisco, and it threw a rod, and I realized that it was time to get rid of that car and get another one. And I thought, well, if I go, if I get a car, I won't have the money to go to India. And if I go to India, I can't stay there. I have to come back after two months. And how will I get around without a car? Mm -hmm. My common sense told me I needed a car. And so I tried to asked divine mother what I should do and I got no answer. Finally, this was Friday morning, Friday evening, and I finally decided, well, my common sense tells me I need a car and I'm just going to have to put the money down and get a good used car. I put down $1000 and I got 700 from my old clunker. And that was enough for a decent used car, but I prayed to divine mother my common sense tells me I'll have to do this. If you still want me to go India, to India, you're going to have to reimburse me. And the next, mor- next Monday morning, in the mail, I got a check for $1,000. And uh, it enabled me to go to India. And it said, you know, an amazing thing, because in America, who knows? Who thinks of God as the Divine Mother? And this was somebody I didn't know. How did he know that I pray to God as the Divine Mother? But the letter said, use this as Divine Mother wants you to. So I took that as an answer.
0: Swamiji, it sounds as though little by little you've built up your faith in yes. God so that you have that inner security. And how, how can people do that?
1: I think by step by step but it's been amazing to me to find that God does listen to me. You know, after, after a major job, that I, I've, everything I've done, I've done for God, but after a major job, I usually like to celebrate with Divine Mother, as I put it. And one summer, I had just finished writing a course of lessons, which was a very important course. And uh, I went to Carmel to celebrate. I didn't take into account that it was August and the height of the tourist season, and this is a place where tourists congregate in droves. And I couldn't find a single room except one that was much too expensive for me to uh, take. I could afford it, but I didn't know to have the money to get home. So I didn't know what to do, but I said, Well, Divine Mother, I've come all this way to celebrate with you. You're going to have to see that I have the money to get home. I'll pay for the room. So I pulled out my wallet to pay him, and this man, who didn't know me from Adam, he said, no, don't pay me. I said, well, I'd rather pay you now, meaning I wasn't sure I'd have the money to pay him later. He said, don't pay me at all. I said, what do you mean? Why, Why? He said, I don't know. I just like you. He said, I'll write you down as a travel agent. And so I got to stay free. Then I went to lunch, and the proprietor sat down and had lunch with me, And wouldn't let me pay for my lunch, and I didn't know him either. Mm -hmm. So I found that when I shared with Divine Mother, she took care of me. I have seen this again and again, and I say to people, give God a chance. We experiment with everything else, why not experiment with God? He is there, and he does listen, and he can take care of you.
0: It seems that we have to remember to ask
1: Yes, yes. And we have to share what we're doing with him. I was there sharing my vacation with Divine Mother.
2: Swamiji, going back to the question of desire and action, if we are to eliminate desire, then what will be the motivation for acting?
1: Well, there are two kinds of desire. Desireless desire is to help other people. The best desireless desire is to please God. So don't do it for what you're going to get out of it. Don't do it for what gains you can uh, achieve personally, but try to help other people. And as you hone this ability, you'll come to see that helping them above all will mean giving them a bliss or higher state of consciousness. And there is no happiness to be compared with sharing bliss with other people. So there's no no bondage in that. But as long as you're working with desire, and this is why the Bhagavad Gita says, actionless desire, nishkam karma, act without desire for the fruits of your action. Act to please God. And you will find that he will also then guide you in what you should do. I remember there was a letter I wanted to write to somebody, and it was a scolding letter, and I felt that he needed that scolding. But I felt a certain nervousness in writing it, so I said, no, then I'm feeling the guidance. He's not ready to get it, so better not write it. You'll find yourself guided this way. And always ask God, do you want this? You'll find more more and more that guidance will come.
0: So that feeling of unrest in your heart was a clue? That That
1: was my clue at that time. And often when I do something right, I feel a joy in having done it or a joy in the thought of doing it.
0: Do you also visualize your guru and see what he would do?
1: Yes, I do. And uh, I have very specific answers sometimes. There was one question I had to ask him that, I needed a very specific answer, but it came to me and I understood and I understood how to handle the situation. I found that the more I try to tune into him, the clearer my understanding becomes.
2: So Swami, uh, much of what you're speaking to relates to creating a personal relationship or a personal connection with God. Because if God is just an abstraction out there that doesn't have any connection to our life, then how do we...
1: We have to begin with the personal, but it's not ego if you're offering that ego to God. And so it helps to think of God as your Divine Mother, as your friend. He is all those things. When you find God, you find that he's the dearest of the dear. Yogananda wrote a beautiful poem in which he speaks of God as the divine playmate. And at the end, he says, Divine Mother, uh, God says to him, hello, playmate, I am here. Mm -hmm. And it's, there is a very sweet and personal aspect of God because he became personal in you. He became personal in all the people you know and love. And the relationship that we have with God is not a cold thing at all. It's very intimate, very dear. He's the dearest of the dear and the nearest of the near. So never think of God in cold terms. Yes, he is everywhere, but he's also centered in you. Your center everywhere, circumference nowhere. That center in yourself is where God is. And he's always there, always waiting for you to turn to him. And you will find that the more you share with him, the more you feel a sweetness in that relationship that nothing can compare with it. No friend, no possession, nothing in this world can give you what you can get from God. It's impersonal because it's not ego-centered, but it's very personal in the relationship between your soul and the infinite.